That night while I was, I don't know what I was thinking about. I was I was awake. But then I heard somebody singing. I saw a real small voice, getting a little louder and louder, with a drum, pity 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 pity, singing. I listen. Daigute, welcome, my friends, to the storyteller, who you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. On today's program, you will hear how Herman Williams, a Navajo follower of Jesus Christ, became the target of a medicine man. If you've ever wondered who has greater power, the Creator or His creation, you won't want to miss this story. I'll tell you another thing. We're missionary now in Fort Thompson, South Dakota. We're there for for eleven years, and we were just young. And we go around visit. He would laugh at us. He said, "You got nothing here. We're all Christians." As time went on, maybe about two years. You know, we began to sense the visitation, manifestation of the supernatural. In the home, we could hear somebody walking. We had service in the basement, and up there in the living room, somebody is walking around while we're having service. The doors were locked; everything. So I would go up there and look around. Nobody. We start again. We hear again. See, and I knew what it was. So we just prayed, announced it, and went on. We had through many experiences that way. There's an older man, a medicine man, that came around and told me. He makes his round every so often to people to cut hair. He says, "I cut hair." He said to me, "If you want your haircut, says I won't charge you." I says, "Okay." One day he came and he uh, he cut my hair. I had a mirror. Sure enough, he did a good job, you know. And and I thanked him for it. He as soon as he cut my hair, he began to get all my hair that he cut together and put it in his bag. And my wife thought that probably he's getting all that up, so put it in the trash can. She came with a, a dustpan and a broom. So she helped him clean up my hair, put it all in his bag, you know. Then he went on. And then, as time went on, I got sick. I got pretty sick, so I, I went to the doctor. They checked me out, and there was nothing wrong with me. But literally, I could feel it, you know, pain. This went on maybe for a month. I went to doctors at least four times. Another day, I was again pretty sick, and she called another doctor. A town called Washington Springs. The doctor said, "Come right out." So we started out. I was pretty sick. She was driving my wife. We went across the reservation line, 
and you had the sickness that dissipate. When we got there, I told Fern, my wife, I said, I'm not sick anymore. It seemed to come into my mind saying that, why go to the doctor? You're all right. But the doctor said, come. So we went there and the doctor checked me out. There's nothing wrong. So we chopped around, got some things and went back. Got back. On the way back, soon as we got into the reservation, it hit me again. By the time we got back to the parsonage, I was sick. My wife called again. The dog should bring him over. We went back there. I think three times this happened. And uh, I began to realize now that this is a supernatural thing. So we start to agree together. The word of God says, agree. Two of you shall agree on earth touching anything we ask in Jesus' name. It shall be done. So we pray. And then, you know, that one night, uh, about past midnight, there we're in bed. and I couldn't sleep because of my illness. Uh, my wife had to put pillows on my lap so I can put my hands on it like this, and that's the only way I would sleep. But she would sleep here against the wall, but in the other room, here's the kitchen range. There's a wall here. That night while I was, I don't know what I was thinking about, I was, I was awake. But then I heard somebody singing. Started a real small voice, getting a little louder and louder. With a drum, pity, 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 singing. I listened. And then my wife, it woke my wife up. She called me. Herman? Says, yeah. She said, do you hear anything? I didn't say, yeah. But I says, do you? She said, yeah. What do you hear? Somebody singing right here in the wall to me. Then I knew I wasn't going crazy, you know. So I got up and went around and Turned the light on the other side. Soon as I turned the light on, the thing just stopped. So we went around and looked around in the basement all over the room. We had prayer again and went back to bed. Then it was a long night, you know. Then a few days went by, maybe a week. I heard it again. Real began to get louder. I got up, I went in there, I didn't turn on the light this time. I get on the other side is the kitchen, the stove there. I stood by there, and it was in the wall behind the stove. And you know, God's word says, we have the Holy Spirit within us. He says that many times, the Holy Spirit would intercede for us with groaning. So while I stood there, I felt that the Spirit of God began to, on its own, I heard a word out, a word spoken out, rebuke that, you know, and I mean, that thing stopped. 
And so we went around that whole fern. We went around that, the house and down into the basement again, checked around. Then I started to go to bed, put the pillows on here, and I, I told Fern, you know, I feel all right. I'm not, I'm not sick anymore. So that's the first time I slept faithfully. And then I got up early in the morning, made some coffee, and here, there was a knock on the door. Here a lady came. She said, Pastor, would you please come over quickly for prayer? I says, okay, be right over. Where is it? Right down there, she told me. So after I had a cup of coffee and dressed up more and went over there, I came to this tar paper shack they have. Here in the corner there, there's another cot. It's an army cot. Like the army cot that unfolds, is like canvas. There's a man laying on there. Well, this medicine man, he, uh, he was the one that on the cot. And when I, I came there for prayer, I went up to this cot and I looked at him and his eyes is all turned up, just white. His face is twisted, his lips all to the side like this. And his body was all shaped, twisted. And I, I didn't know him. I said, who is this? Is? And he mentioned his name. Then I had, I had prayer. Then I said, I'll... I'll go back and I'll come back about 10. So I went back and before 10 o'clock he died a terrible death, I guess. She told me that last night, about midnight, he let out a terrible scream. There's people laying on the ground here at night. They all took off, haven't come back yet. She's the only one that came back. When she came back, that's the way he was, see. The second time is that night before 10, when he thought he let out a terrible scream again. That was it. Well, after that, after he was buried, there's another medicine man came over to me and said, Pastor, I want you to come over and eat with me. My wife has prepared all the food bring you family. And I said, my my kids aren't in school yet. And my wife can't leave here. She's got to stay here. But I'll come over. Yeah, come over and I'll, you'll bring some food back, he said. So I went over there. We had a fellowship and we talked about a lot of things. Then he brought it up. He said, you know that medicine man? And he, yeah, yeah, I said, I know him. He's a no good medicine man, he said. Oh, I didn't know that. And then he brought, told me something that I think is very, very important to hear. He said, he tried to be with you. 
And he said he he could not do that. He says you have power stronger than his. And he used the term, he says, you know, the power that he's trying to use to kill you, he could not do it, so he just backfired on him. And that's what happened. I think all medicine men, they have a certain power they can kill people with. But being a child of God, we have the power of God, the Holy Spirit. And you backfired on him, see. That's, that's the way it happened, you know. That's an amazing story. And it reminds us of an important truth, one that we see in the pages of the Bible, that Jesus Christ has all power and all authority over all of his creation. Yes, there are spiritual powers that oppose God, but they are no match for their Creator. Some of you need to know that Jesus is greater than the spirits and that you can simply trust Him. Why wouldn't you? Jesus said the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Who would you rather follow? The Creator who gave His life so that you could live? Or deceiving spirits who want to bring you down and separate you from God forever? Choose life, my friend. Put your trust in Jesus Christ. If you would like a copy of Herman's story, ask for it when you write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our web address is withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.